Hello there and welcome to the next Well PR School podcast. Now in this episode I'm going to be speaking to a journalist called Angela Hagen. We worked together many moons ago on The Sun. Angela's got an extensive career. She um, has worked for a lot of the national newspapers. She was a commissioning editor on the Daily Mirror. She's worked for The Sun. She's worked for just about anybody and everybody and what she's doing now is she has founded her own local magazine which is called Living in Woodbridge. It's brilliant, it's one of the best local magazines I've seen or read. Um, the copy is excellent, the pictures are amazing, it's beautifully designed and it's full of really interesting stories, local stories and the reason I thought she'd be interesting to talk to is because she gets press releases constantly from people just like you guys small businesses um, who are looking for publicity. So she's going to talk about how you capture her attention, what makes a good story and whether or not you should actually think about paying for advertorial. So without further ado, I am going to hand you over to Angela, who I spoke to on the telephone um, recently. I hope you enjoy this. Oh, hello, Angela. Hi, how are you? Hi, very well, thank you. How are you? I'm very good, thank you for joining me. So just for the benefit of the listeners, um, Andrew and I Mm -hmm. have known each other a very long time, so this will be a formal chat. Too long. I'll probably call you (laughs) Ange. (laughs) Hopefully we won't Okay, Sal. (laughs) So so Angela is an extremely experienced journalist um, and she's currently editor of a fantastic magazine called Living in Woodbridge. Could you tell us a bit about your career, Angela, how you started in journalism and what you've done to date? Um, yeah, right. So I started on local. I did a course and then I went into local newspapers and did all the cats stuck up tree stories um, for my indentures, got my diploma in journalism and then went pretty much from local newspapers, Sal, thanks to you, to The Sun, where we all worked there together, had loads of fun. And then from there, I went on to The Mirror um, and became deputy showbiz editor and um interviewed lots of celebrities and from there I went freelance so I've written for lots of publications from the Guardian to women's magazines. And now you're editing um, Living in Woodbridge. Tell us a bit about the magazine. Yeah so basically I set that up because I don't know if it's the same where you are but where we are in Suffolk there's lots of um, freebie magazines that come through the door and um, without um, sounding too horrible and trying to be nice they are full of adverts and no content to speak of. They're literally press releases just completely repeated word for word. Um, So no one really reads them and they're used you know put straight into the recycling bin so I thought I've got this skill why don't I just start writing and interviewing and see where it goes set one up I mean I'd always done national journalism before so to do local journalism was um, a challenge a bit of it was different um, but it was great as well because I've made so many new connections where I am in Suffolk and it's um the thing I'm sort of most impressed with is how many people have got amazing stories to tell, but they might not realise that. 
this is because it's what I thought. I've read your magazine and I thought, wow, there's some really good stories in here, really interesting. And I'm not normally a, re- a reader of local magazines and I don't even live in Woodbridge. So mm. how? So those businesses in your magazine are very similar to the people that we have in Well PR School. They're smaller businesses, um, yeah. small to medium businesses, and they're all looking for PR. So what I want to know is how do the local businesses in the Woodbridge area get into your magazine? What do they do? Well, if they don't pay, and obviously some have to pay because there'd be no advertising and there'd be no magazine. If they don't pay, what we look for is just a great story. As I said, everyone's got a good story to tell. They've always, they always say everyone's got one great book in them. And I really believe that, um, you know, we often, uh, a business will send, a small business will send a press release in telling us about an award maybe that they've just won. And to be honest with you, that is the kiss of death. No one's interested. I know it's horrible, and but I'm being really brutally honest. You, the hard-earned award that you may have fought for and been working on for all these years is just one of another million awards that other businesses have won. So what they often do is on the press release, they've told us about the reward, uh, the award, and then the very last sentence they might put something like you know all this from coming from a couple who met you know during the I don't know Bosnian Serbo war Um, and they'll put a little something little in you'll think that's actually a really good story phone them up and before you know it you've got a nice little story on your business page they're delighted um and uh it gets read this is what i keep saying it gets read and mm. you know you can put all the all the amazing things you've done into um a press release or a story but unless there's something that people haven't really seen before they're, they're not going to read it mm. i do find with a lot of the people that i coach that people are very nervous about using themselves as the story even if they've yeah. got a brilliant story and i can see i can see that it would work what would you say to those people who said oh, i know but i'd rather it be about the product or you know maybe i won't be taken seriously what would your advice be to those people well i think the first thing is is you and i are probably quite glib at Um, saying they should put their personal life in because that's all we've done for decades. Mm. We've interviewed people. We've got a personal angle out them. It could be someone really famous, an A-list celebrity, down to a local business, local carpet business or something. But, um, you know, so we expect we this is what we know works and sells. We sell the story, not the product, as they say. But I think for people who run their business and they've given it their all and all the rest of it and they're doing strategies and plans and reading everything up about marketing, I think the last thing they think of is that they are the actual commodity, that some of their personality and their fire that they've put into their own business is the very thing that the public might find interesting. And also people are shy and, you know, they, 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 they think that um, we're going to do some sun-style expose of them, um, and we're not. We're just making them shine a little bit. We're mm. just saying, look, you've got this great personality, this amazing experience behind you, and um, let's show off on your behalf. And people are embarrassed. It's, I think it's a British thing. Mm. I think we're a bit no, embarrassed. I agree. You know? Absolutely agree. And you can't be embarrassed when it comes to a business, can you? Because, you know, you're selling something, so, you know, well, you're embarrassed. Unless you want to pay for the advertising, 
yeah, you've got to get over this hurdle because, you know, you've got a business. You've dared to put it out there in the first place into the marketplace. So peek out a little bit more and show a little bit more of yourself. And I think you'll find you'll get a lot of rewards back. And we are forever, ever telling people this because we get a lot of press releases a day on the magazine. So I was going to ask you, of the press releases you get, Mm. what percentage of them are really good? Okay, I'm going to be honest. Um, 1%. Yeah, no, that doesn't surprise me at all. Mm. Yeah, and I think the problem with, you know, writing a perfect press release is an art. It's, you know, people have made whole careers out of writing and writing them and selling things. And so when you get, uh, again, a small business owner, when they write a press release, they're looking at, boasting about their baby which is their business um they're not actually looking at what the magazine needs so that you need to really read the magazine or the 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 publication you're targeting and think oh they really like stories with a little bit of this or they really like that with a slant on it and oh look at that page lead story why have they gone in on that angle it's really easy it's minutes worth of research to you know, and if you don't have to write the perfect press release, you probably can't because there are people out there who can do that. So just write a really concise one. Just keep the facts clear and simple and don't try and, you know, be all flowery because you're often sending it in to journalists and editors and publishers who are a little bit cynical they see it every day they're word weary not world weary word weary and I think they you know you can't impress them with your flowery words what you can impress them with is giving them a story where they can you know an exclusive one too which they can run and um, show you off and you know they'll get the benefit of readers reading it so, so keep it simple, find the story, present it clearly, make sure all the information is there and don't try and win the book a prize. Yeah. Because you're, you're not going to. You're not going to. And <laughs> I always say three R's, really. Research, research who you're sending it to and then personalise it. So, you know, don't j- just check who you're actually sending it to. We get so many press releases that are just sent. We're one of 4,000 recipients and they've put the name of the first publication that is on that recipient list. And it's, you know, I'm not going to read that. That's deleted straight away. Mm. Um, so re- three R's are research and then write basic, simple, concise facts. And then res. All about high res photos. You wouldn't believe how many people send us um, either photos that are like, 15 meg each and they block our screen they they just freeze your screen when you try and open the press release or they send tiny 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 pictures which if we try to put them in the magazine Mm. and then you go back to them and say well have you got high res and they say yes and they send the tiny pictures again and no one seems to understand we need high res, high res. Just shout it from the treetops, high I, res. I tell <laughs> all my clients this and they always say, and I say, I say, before you even spend any money on me, get yourself a decent photographer. And they go, yeah. but I've got a great iPhone. And then I put my head in my hands and say, yeah. no, just yeah. get a decent photographer. But I mean, I tell people to use a Dropbox link so that yeah. all you have to do is you click on it, you've got access to all the high res pictures and it's not going to clog anyone's email address. I mean, without the picture, there's not a story really, is there? 
No, there's not at all. No. And um, you know, um, it, it, we've we've actually been in a situation where we were going to run a story, and they were just sending such appallingly bad low res photos that we just we ditched the story, and we told them that's why, and they still didn't you know, get some high res over to us at an, another issue date. So, yeah. And the other thing you can use, by the way, is WeTransfer. Um, WeTransfer.com. If you just go online, it's dead simple. You just, you know, you can download a certain amount for free. Um, we use that all the time. And um, and the other thing I was going to say about photos is um, if you can't afford a really fabulous photographer, again, it's research look at the sort of pictures people run you know if we've had interiors companies sending photos in and like you've got someone's handbag in the picture the you know just mm. just do a little bit of styling and think see what other, how other people run theirs and why they work and try and apply it to you I was going to talk to you about Avatura because I don't think people should rule it out. Yes, you pay for it, but I'm sure you can tell us that there are benefits to that as well. So say I've come to you and you've said, look, I'm really sorry, but your story, we, we can't give it to you for free. You're going to have to pay for it. How does Avatura work? And do you see your clients getting results, the people that place those Avatorias in your magazine? Does it work? Definitely. And um, it's very hard to try and get this through to some clients. Most people who run their businesses are really busy. They just don't have time. This is like the afterthought. This is like you've had the baby, you've, you've done everything you could do, and now you're ready to present it to the world, but you're knackered, you haven't had any sleep, you've got loads of feeding schedules to stick to, and it's the last thing. You'll give it 30 seconds thought at the most. Um, and again, you know, it's not you're not doing yourself any favours. Advertorials work because um, they are they're like your space, your reserve space to talk about what you want to talk about in the magazine. We give loads of guidance on it. Some people ignore us, say, no, I want it written like that. And we'll put it in like that. But the, the sort of savvier companies will listen to us if we say, no, if we do it like a bit of a story, you know, a little bit of personal stuff, bit of a reveal in there, bit of a, oh, I didn't know she did that in there you know and um most publications are quite happy to help write the advertorial mm. it's included in the price take that help because you're not the writer you know um uh, they do there are certain companies where an advertorial will work better we found like say high street solicitors they get more out of advertorials for example than a block advert whereas a window company gets more out of a branded block advert yeah, than an no. advertorial. So, it, you know, it depends on what you do. If you, if you um, design the most beautiful jewellery, you know, have a bit of both, but definitely get good photography for your jewellery. So how much were we looking at? What's the, what's the average price of a page in a local magazine? Is there a sort of ballpark figure? I, I don't think there is an average because, you know, if you looked in, say, our magazine compared to the others locally, you do pay more because the other magazines, I don't know how to say this without sounding mean, but they're run by people who have only ever run advertising departments um, of other publications. So the writing is the least important thing mm. to them and the presentation is, whereas, you know, where we are in my, in my magazines, we have um, qualified designers, 
Um, our photographers have all got incredible backgrounds. I'm a journalist. My business partner is a, a PR. So we're, we're all using those skills to put it together. So yeah. basically you will pay a bit more. Mm. So an advertorial is um, about five, six hundred pounds. And for that, you'll get a full page. Um, but like I say, we we had someone come on recently, a local dentist, and she couldn't believe it. We we did a little bit of personal stuff about her. She was great. She sent loads and loads of different pictures in, all high res. And um, we put it together and they were so busy. They had to, they, the phone rang off the hook afterwards. And she said it was the 500 pounds was nothing compared to mm. the business she got back in return. So yeah. Because that's yeah. what you've got to, look, you know, if, if you spend £500 and you get 20 customers and they all spend £100, then suddenly we're looking at good value. That's, that's yeah. how people have got to think, not, oh, my goodness, I do want to pay for it. I want something yeah. for free because yeah. that doesn't always work. Yeah. And also, you know, we had someone else make shutters and blinds all bespoke, really beautiful. I mean, she did a piece in the magazine and a year later, because we are online as well, everything we do. So that's one bit of advice I'd say is make sure who you're talking to that you're going to get the article online and then it's sort of there forever in the ether somewhere. She had, um, this lady had someone phone up a year later after she took this advert out and got a huge contract that made the the, the price she'd paid to us look like peanuts. Mm. So Basically, you've got to be out there to be seen. If you're not out there, these things aren't going to happen, are they? No, they're not. In so, it to no. win it and all those exactly. crappy cliches. But, you know, it, yeah. Brilliant. Listen, Andrew, it's been absolutely fantastic talking to you. It's really enlightening. I think that's going to be really, really helpful. And also, I'm very glad that you've reiterated some of the things that I tell people in Well PR School, so they know I'm not crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. I do speak well, some sense. Yes, you do. And I think, you know, having looked at your Facebook page, you know, um, the advice you're giving, a lot of other companies are paying a hell of a lot of money for that kind of advice. And your PR school is, you know, if I, I've noticed a few people following it. Is it right? Romany, yeah. she's done very well. She's brilliant because she's so responsive to it, and you know she's getting results now. That's all you've got to do is just open yourself up a little bit. So. Yeah, and that Roman is a perfect example because whenever I suggest who wants to do this, she always says me. She puts yeah. herself forward, and that's how she got in the Metro because Amanda, a cable we both know from Metro, yeah. saw yeah. saw something I'd written about her on another forum because she'd said yes to an opportunity. So it's yeah. just keep saying yes and keep, keep putting yourself forward. Yes. And the other thing is, I think with PR, you know, people we've spoken about this before. People think if they engage a PR, they're going to get immediate results for free. Great big story about them in a national newspaper even to just get a product mention a few centimeters big in a regional or, or a national is an amazing coup because for every one of those that go in you guarantee you've got three or four thousand that aren't going to see the light of day and i think people should you know if they could understand that a tiny bit more they'd realize what a brilliant service you're offering i know well clients never understand this they come back <laughs> and they go i want six pieces in top tier magazines and i want to pay you hardly anything and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. yeah dream on <laughs> well it's it's very hard to quantify it isn't it you know that people don't understand all the background phone calls and all the rest of it of you trying to make yourself stand out 
from all the other PRs that are sending stuff in. So yeah, no, it's not easy. It's not easy. But I mean, I I think that you know that these small businesses that I talk to, if you know, if they t- take on board what you and I are saying and they actually do what we say, we, they they put themselves out there, then they are going to get noticed. I mean, yeah, it'll, without it'll a doubt, without a doubt, just be a bit more flexible and put yourself out there. Trust that you're not trying to make them look like nincompoops. You're trying to you know basically give them a sort of branded image out there you're you're carving you're sculpting an image for them which they can carry forward and I think people worry oh it's not it doesn't reflect my values me being you know seemingly whatever arrogant or you know it's not like that it's a it's a difficult world at the moment there's a lot going on to get your product noticed you know, you can sort of put all your ethics and values into the whole campaign later. When you're a multimillionaire, you can <laughs> employ me and Sally and we'll, we'll you know, carry it on for you. But at the moment, I think you've just got to grab everything, you know, try and get some free editorial. You know, after this, after you've listened to this, sit down, don't try and write an epic, write a simple, you know, some notes to Sally, to you about maybe something that's happened in their background or something. I mean, that very dentist, in fact, I was talking about, because she took out an advertorial, we sort of stayed in touch. She's taken out other further adverts. Well, she has just um, uh, got in touch with us to say she's been in Lebanon last week um, doing free dentistry to kids there. And it's, uh, you know, it's lovely that she's doing this and we're doing a whole page editorial. She's writing it from the heart about why she's doing it and again it's giving her that branding without her even meaning to she's you know she's coming across as the lovely person she is Mm. so you can you can open yourself up to far more business uh, uh, relationships which you need in this in this day and age and it's all about story you know I had an actress approach me at the weekend and she'd paid someone in LA a not inconsiderable sum of money to put out a press release and she sent it to me and it said this British actress is starring in this film as so and so and then it had her biography and I said mm. oh I can't believe you've just paid that much money this is just your biography yeah we, you know we need to think of a story and funnily enough she's in a, a vampire series um, and it's about mm. being in America and when there's half humans and half vampires and in the course of our conversation she told me that she was so scared of being in the sunshine that she got a vitamin d deficiency so she'd lived like a vampire and got sick that was a brilliant 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 story which i'm sending out for so really sometimes it's just a question is it just just digging around what's it because she said to me i don't have any interesting stories yeah most people say that yeah Yeah. they say that but it is not true yeah always got something always 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 and you know if you can't see it it doesn't mean it's not there so absolutely let's brilliant make you shine <laughs> thank you very much Angela. Right. thank you and thank you for joining us take care Bye-bye. bye 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 